Hey guys, Matt Donald here at the top of the episode, just to let you know once again that I now have a Patreon! Yay! Celebration! At patreon.com slash matthewdonald. There you can find bonus episodes and content for both this show, Paleobites, and my other show, The Ritwit, where two twits talk about writing slash writing is what it actually is about. For the Paleobites stuff, one of the things we do is we talk about different pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. And this month, we're talking about The Lost World, Jurassic Park, the second installment of the Jurassic Park film series. Uh, it's good stuff. A lot of, lot of cool dinosaur action. A lot of fun for the whole family. Compies munching on people. We talk about all of it. So... Link is in the description for those who want to check it out. Thank you all for your support, and have a wonderful day. Keep on chomping, Paleobite people. <laughs> Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that requires millions of years of preparation. We're very inefficient. My name is Matthew Donald, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by a longtime college friend and current mother of three kids, one of which is on her lap right now, Christina Franklin. How are you? A chair. Okay. You are a chair. Well, he's sitting on my lap, so. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but I'm good. Good to hear. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we're able to do this. We're currently. I mean, I record these well in advance, so who knows what the situation will be? Uh, like, because this will probably won't come out for a couple months after record. Currently, we're recording in April, so we are both in quarantine. <laughs> uh, and going insane. Yes. <laughs> social distancing. You're over there in Nebraska. I'm here at my home in Colorado. And, yeah, it's, it's fun times. Yeah, five, five people and a cat in the same apartment. And we just yep, moved. Yep. <laughs> nice. And I guess at that point, you might as well. You're like, well, if one of us gets sick, we're all getting sick. That's just the way it is. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but by God, I hope whenever this premieres, it'll be over. Or at least on its way down. We'll see. God <laughs> but, willing. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's the question I could ask you. Uh, uh, if you could spice up your quarantine times with a prehistoric animal, which one would it be and why? Hmm. <laughs> the irony is I would actually choose the one we're talking about for this, uh, one right here. The little, uh, that happens sometimes. The, the little tiny the hedgehog, because think about it. A little tiny hedgehog <laughs> running around with a cat. That's true, the cat would try and eat it, and then it would be a hedgehog, so the cat would be like, <laughs> it's all the spines now. And it would keep running around, and she would still keep trying to chase it. That's true, that she wouldn't learn. Personal entertainment. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Well, I guess we can get right into it then, because, yeah, we're talking about uh, one, of y one of your suggestions. I asked you, hey, what kind of animals do you like? Uh, in the modern day, and I can find you some prehistoric equivalents. And you're like, one of them was hedgehogs. So Well, when you grow up I, with your father owning a hedgehog and you helping take care of it, it's kind of hard not to. That's true. <laughs> that's nice. That's, I didn't know you had a hedgehog when you were a kid. That's cool. His name was Harvey. Nice. Uh, my uh, When I was in uh, college, I had, uh, when, uh, later on, um, after I was with you, I was... Um, 
I lived in this house with a bunch of people. One of my roommates had a hedgehog. I forgot his name, but I forgot the hedgehog's name. <laughs> I forgot the hedgehog. I'm sorry. I should have. I should have introduced myself formally. Sponsored of <laughs> orientation breakfast or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I remember him hissing a lot. You try to pet him, he'd like. <laughs> Harvey never hissed. Yeah. No, he actually let yeah. us pet him a lot. Harvey's a lot happier than this hedgehog. Unfortunately, Harvey died. Oh, sorry to hear that. I don't know how long the lifespan is for hedgehogs. Um, Depends on if people remember to feed him. That's true. <laughs> Well, it's like that long, that that theory, well, not really the theory, the thing to note, we all are on a timer to die of about three minutes. We just reset it every time we breathe. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty <laughs> accurate. When you put it like that, you're like, whoa. <laughs> but yeah, in terms of hedgehogs, hedgehogs actually go way back in the fossil record. There were hedgehogs during dinosaur times, which is pretty cool. One of the one I reference just as a one-off gag in one of my Megazoic books, by on Amazon.com. Uh, I, I reference Spinolestes, which is a hedgehog from the Cretaceous period. Uh, so that's pretty fun. Uh, probably would have been preyed on by some of the smaller dinosaurs if they were able to get through its spines. But If being the keyword there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but today we're talking about little Silvacola, uh, which means tiny forest dweller. Full... Uh title in the uh, research thing that I found was Silvicola yeah. carries. Yeah, see, I was trying to figure out what does Silvicola itself mean? Because I, I like to do just the The, the, the Silvicola name itself. Of, yeah, because like, like, is that tiny forest? Tiny dweller? Forest dweller? I don't know, because it's the whole thing that means that. Yeah, and every time I tried to Google it, I was like, it's full name, Silvicola whatever it was. Acaries. Said, means, Acaries means tiny forest dweller. And I'm like, I don't... Ah. Well... Let's try just looking up Akeris, then. Ooh, smart. See, this is why I keep you around. <laughs> I feel the love. <laughs> Let's uh, see. But yeah, like, if I ever did T-Rex, which I might say for a, uh, a uh, probably the 100th episode of Paleobites, just something special, mm -hmm. you'd be like, Tyrannosaurus just means tyrant lizard, but then Tyrannosaurus Rex means tyrant lizard king. So. Nice. All right, well, we know Akeris is Latin. Uh, okay, go to Latin to English. How do you spell Akeris? Uh, A-C-A-R-E-S. English is Akars. Why is that? <laughs> what? <laughs> that doesn't help. Greek, Silvacola. Well, that's no good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know! <laughs> oh, come on. They give me the whole thing again. Yeah, I know. Alright, here's what I'll do. I will keep researching. Okay, it Silva later. means forest, I found out on the okay. Latin English dictionary. So I'm assuming it doesn't mean tiny forest. So cola probably means dweller. I'm based on that. Okay, I'm just gonna say that Silva cola means forest dweller. But I'm probably gonna say it all it means as a whole tiny forest dweller because forest dweller doesn't do it a lot of justice. Like, a forest dweller is also like. One of those, an Asian elephant is a forest dweller, but it's a lot bigger than Silvacola. Well, if you think about it, Acarius is probably the size because it's similar to Acre. Right. Although Acre is huge, which makes it Yeah, rather I was going to say, ironic. this is an animal the size of an acre. <laughs> a hedgehog, an acre big. That would be uh, a big, that would be a big thumb to carry around if it, since it's the size of a human thumb. It's true. We're, we're even bigger, you know? Size is relative, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so type. It is a technical term. It's an arena Sindian, the family which includes hedgehogs and moon rats, whatever those are. Those <laughs> sound cool. Sounds like a, a nickname from, like, what southern folks would say. Over yonder, that's where the moon rats ate my vegetables. <laughs> well, what I found was that it's like a shrew. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I prefer the word moon rat. <laughs> yeah, that's even funnier. <laughs> Size, like I said, size of a human thumb, 2.2 to 2.4 inches long, or 5 to 6 centimeters. It's a tiny little thing. Uh, I don't so have the cute. It is cute. I don't have the weight for it, but I'm assuming it's probably just a couple grams. I'd be surprised if it was any more than that. I wasn't able to find that, actually. Yeah. Uh, diet omnivore, like most hedgehogs. Time, it was in the early Eocene epoch, which is... Okay, so uh, you're aware of Triassic Jurassic Cretaceous, right? Yeah. So after the Cretaceous, during the age of mammals, we often like to subdivide them into smaller epochs. So like Triassic, Jurassic, Cretaceous, Paleogene, those are what's called periods, like geological periods. Mm -hmm. And then smaller than that is epoch. Bigger than that is eras. So like my book Megazoic is, is a pun off of Mesozoic, which is the name of the era that dinosaurs lived in, which is the Triassic, Jurassic, Cretaceous altogether. So... <laughs> Uh, but the, all right, so the Eocene is the second epoch of the Paleogene period. So uh, the the periods, the, the epochs from after the uh, uh, after the end of the Cretaceous are the Paleocene, the Eocene, the Oligocene, the Miocene, I believe, then the Pliocene, then the Pleistocene. The Pleistocene was the Ice Age, and then. The Holocene was after that, and the Holocene is from the end of the Ice Age to now, although some people think we're in a new one based on human activity called the Anthropocene. So take that how you will. <laughs> well, it has the beginning for human. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, all right, but yeah, the Eocene, so this was 51 to 49 million years ago. That's when the fossil record for Silvacola was. Uh, it was found in Canada, described in 2014, so pretty recent. Uh, not the most recent animal we've had on the show so far. Uh, one time we uh, uh, we did uh, pterodactyl cryodragon, which was also found in Canada, but was discovered in 2019. So. Oh, how real recent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe we know what killed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was human activity, all the poachers. <laughs> uh, pop culture appearances, none I could find. Uh, not even in Jurassic World, the game, which is a thing I joke on the show that Every animal is in Jurassic World, the game. Uh, but too puny for it, I guess. So Yeah, it'd probably be a speck on the game. <laughs> Alright, so how could you make hedgehogs even cuter? By making them the size of your thumb, that's how. Silvacola was one of the smallest relatives of hedgehogs that ever existed. And they lived at a time in history where rainforests covered much of the world. In some odd fluke of climate or topographical science, there was a period in the early Eocene when tropical forests covered the world practically from pole to pole, which is kind of weird. Yeah, but it sounds awesome. How, how many people actually get to see one now? Yeah, I, I think it's awesome to a point, but there are probably a lot of bugs. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah, that's true, and they were probably much bigger. We have relative, We have fossil records of ants, like the biggest ants that ever lived around this time, too. Do I want to know how big? Yeah, they're like five feet long. No, they're like... <laughs> <laughs> they're like a couple of inches, but still, if you look at most ants, a couple inches is enormous. Uh, even half an inch is enormous. 
Yeah, like, see this computer mouse that I'm holding up, even though the listeners can't see it because this is audio only? This is about four inches. So. Oh, jeez. So it's probably about half that length. Oh, So imagine a, imagine a swarm of those things. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, so the only theory I can think of of why it was like this is it's a mix of warmer and wetter climates and a lack of dinosaurs browsing the trees, and not enough time yet for new mammals to fulfill the same niches, as this was only 10 to 15 million years after the end of the Cretaceous. Right. So, so most mammals back then were small, but Silvacola took it to even greater extremes, or, or lesser, I should suppose, if you want to get technical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, out of all the prehistoric animals I'd covered on the show, this is probably the one I'd like most as a pet. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, yeah. I would take a few of them as, a, as pets. Although, given its small size, it probably only lived a couple of years, so it's more like a summer pet kind of thing, like, you know, those dwarf hamsters? Have you ever been to <laughs> PetSmart and seen those little dwarf hamsters? They are so adorable! They are, but if you look at the, the tag, it says lifespan, two to three years. I'm like, that's not a full life. What, is the, the ham, what if the hamster has dreams? <laughs> it's like, okay, so you buy the hamster, you get 15 different toy attachments and you give him a, the ride of his life unfortunately yeah, for two with, years with the, with the warning mm-hmm. or with the disclosure yeah warning too much fun may kill <laughs> indeed may shorten its lifespan by half to make it one year <laughs> uh, I, for that kind of animal I'd just be afraid to lose it like it'd get out of its cage fall behind the couch, and that's the last I ever see of it. <laughs> well, that's where the cat would come in handy. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> At least we know that the, the animal wouldn't starve to death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, so, a fun fact uh, to finish this off, because I don't really have a lot of information about this, but you found this fun fact. <laughs> um, apparently, the lead paleontologist in the team that discovered Silvacola is from my home state, Colorado. Yay! Represent! <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, ident- they were also they were identified by a University of Colorado Boulder-led team that mm. were working in uh, British cool. Columbia. That's a good legacy to have, a teeny tiny hedgehog. <laughs> Some other people discover giant dinosaurs. But it's <laughs> the just... ones that are hard to see. I mean, yeah, I it's guess that's the best true. thing ever. Yeah, all right, that's pretty true. All right, well, uh, this is, let's see, yeah, there's not really much else to say about it other than it's just little and cute, so I guess it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show, I like to say, even though it's it's not really, but I just like to say this. <laughs> <laughs> Where we rate the animal one out of 65 million for whatever reason we like. Uh <laughs> For sheer novelty factor, probably could give it like thirty million, but I don't know. I think it, I don't, I've never really been a hedgehog or gerbil or hamster kind of person, so I'm not really. Anyway, but I've, I feel like you're going to rate it differently. <laughs> this is true because I have always been a hedgehog person for obvious reasons. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. So for me, I would actually probably go a little further up. I'd probably go maybe forty-five. Forty-five million. Okay. Be- it, but it's surely, it's surely because not only do I absolutely love hedgehogs, but there's also so much unknown. Like, they don't, they don't even know if it had spines like regular hedgehogs. They're That's assuming, true. They're assuming they do. That's true. There's a lot we didn't know. Maybe they had little civilizations. Maybe they had little cities where the Silvacolas could go shopping at little Silvacola balls <laughs> and buy little Silvacola lattes. I'll have a half an ounce cappuccino. <laughs> Maybe they were laser wielding. 
That's true. <laughs> They're fighting little Silvacola wars for the for the uh, for at the whims of s corrupt Silvacola politicians. <laughs> but come on, you, you got to admit that it, it deserves a fairly high rating because of the uh, yeah, j just the sheer cuteness mixed with the constant entertainment when <laughs> faced with a cat. That's true. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, there weren't cats back then, but there probably were a lot of animals that could have that could have given it a hard time, or it could have given them a hard time just by being a little quick and running up a tree or something. Why not just running underneath their legs? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining a long-necked dinosaur with its head looking at its butt because it was trying to follow the little hedgehog between its legs. Uh, <laughs> that's true. You know, there weren't. There weren't dinosaurs at this point. This was after them. But there were True. big birds. There were big birds with long necks that could, uh, big flightless birds that like, like Gastornis, which we used to think was a big carnivore, but actually we think it was a fruit eater now. <laughs> so it's hard to tell what they ate with beaks, with big beaks. So. Mm, depends on the shape of the beak. Yeah, if it's like a, a hook, then that makes more sense. But this was like one that was kind of like, like a big cone, kind of, so. Hmm. We used to think it was a meat eater, but like it had like this beak for like crushing, crushing meat or even it crushing would, bone. I would think it would have to be a thick beak though for that. It's pretty thick. Like this, the head of this thing was like you know you look at an ostrich head. Mm -hmm. It's really small for the size of the body. This was like really big and had a big, thick, powerful neck. Oh jeez. So. Well, it would have to if it had a thick beak. Yeah. But so. We, but we digress. <laughs> so imagine this thing. You know, this thing was about five feet tall, so seeing a little silvacola, it would just kind of squirm about in between its giant toes, and <laughs> it would look at this thing, and then it would squirm between its feet, and the, and the Gastornis would look under between its legs, and then trip. <laughs> <laughs> trip itself with its neck. Yeah. Oh, man, that would be fun to see. <laughs> yep. All right, well, that's it for this week. Uh, if you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact us at MattD at MatthewDonCreator.com. You can find me on social media at MatthewDonCreator on Facebook, at MatthewDon64 on Twitter, and MatthewDon64 on Instagram. You can contact me. Uh, you can use that to contact Christina. If you have any questions for her, I can relay any of them over. Uh, like, what is, like, how many hedgehogs have you had? Have you had, how many cats have you had? <laughs> Dangerous question. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um <laughs> Um, I also, if you're interested in writing, I have another podcast, The Rit Wit, where two twits talk about writing. You've been on one, I think, right? Two. Two, that's right. You've been on two. That's right. <laughs> you're, on the, you're on the one with Matt and I. You're on the, one, the other one that was just you and me. So. Yeah, because he was having uh, some personal. I, mean, I might need to fire that up again. His computer, He's having some computer issues now. We haven't been on yeah. for a while. Yeah, he said it's that it was uh, memory yeah, memory. and it's a kind of tough issue because he, uh, I told him to get a new laptop then, but he's like, oh, but my brother gave it to me. I don't want to just give it up. And I'm like, yeah, I know it sucks, but if it doesn't work, all it he doesn't need, work. All he needs is an external hard drive because he can write. He has an external hard drive, but okay, it wouldn't work. Needs, it didn't? No, like he couldn't save anything on it. It kept Ugh. erroring out. So he's trying to send it into this repair shop. But I'm just going to wa watch as he sends it in. They're not going to be able to do anything. And, he and he'll have to get a new one anyway. But he won't because he's dumb. <laughs> no, he's sentimental. Yeah, I know. But he's also stubborn. So. Yeah, you're both big softies at the, at the bottom of it when it comes yeah, down to it. Yeah, I guess it. that's true. All right, fine. I just, I know we haven't done an episode for a month. Although in this 
Hopefully, by the time this comes out, we've, we're well back to our usual programming, so all this is for naught. But <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. It's, just a, it's, a a lo- it's an awesome show. It's fun to be on, too. Well, thanks. But yeah, it's a little bit of a rant that I may or may not edit out. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're interested in uh, reading, uh, like I've mentioned a couple times here on this episode so far, I have a book series on Amazon called Megazoic, available for print and Kindle. You've read the first one, so... And I have the other three on Kindle from when you had them... Uh free on kindle i just haven't been able to get the hard copies of the other three yet no no worries uh but i am working on uh, reading through the other three yep you like the first one though like uh yeah it captured me from at least chapters 7 through 25 and i got through it without even realizing that i went that far nice nice good to hear <laughs> so just get through the first seven chapters and then you'll be well on your way everyone <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this week. And as we say at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites, okay. So usually at this part, I like to like they do the little noise that the animal would make. I don't know what a hedgehog would make. It'd be like, it, it's more of just like a little chirp. <laughs> just like just like this. It's usually like a little higher pitch. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> they they don't usually make a lot of noise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. 